Yo, what is up? Shut up! And listen, we are back. What it do, baby? We got Johnny in the crib. Johnny boy! I am your host, Danny G. Yeah, whatever. Wow. <laughs> you can't see us with a camera, but we are rocking thrifted and gifted hoodies. Oh, shout out thrifted and gifted. Yeah. Thrifted and the gifted. custom hoodies. Follow them on Instagram. Get all your needs. C-N-T-N-G on Instagram. Yeah, bro. No, they're pretty fire. They're really fire. They're beautiful. Johnny gifted me a hoodie and a matching pair of socks. Miami Vice. Vice vibes. Miami Vice vibes. Is it TG? We got to do it right. T ampersand. It's thrifted and gifted on Instagram without the eyes. All one word. Gotcha. Make sure it's official out there for him. Yeah, custom hoodies, though. Fire. Miami Vice vibes. Beautiful. Dog. First of all, I'll let you go. I was going to say RIP to a legend. Uh, well, it's that this morning we lost a soccer legend, someone that I admired. Diego Maradona, 60 years old, the greatest, one of the greats of all time, passed away. It sucks. 2020 sucks. Another legend has left this earth. And, you know, the soccer world's in shock. You know, we know he was sick, but, like, it was just so abrupt and... Argentinian soccer, you know, they got Messi, but Maradona will always be the one who brought the World Cup home. Only World Cup in history. You know, the his Italian team that he played for club-wise, they're naming the stadium after him. So, you know, he, you know he's, he was loved. And, you know, it's, it sucks when you lose a legend, especially for me who loves soccer. You know, you, you lose someone that you admire, you watch, and... You know, it's it's terrible. I was lost for words this morning. My brother was the first one to tell me that he passed away. I just, I actually ran into the back at work just to check news sources, and they all confirmed it. I was just like, damn, man, we really lost Diego Maradona. Nah, that's heartbreaking. And we hear it. Um, we hear it. Shout out to listen. Definitely send our deepest condolences to his family and pray yeah. our up. But heartbreaking, bro. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, well, we have to get the bad news out of the way here. We do. Well, we got bad news later on, too. Yeah, Not bad news, but like more like bittersweet. But we're going to save that for a little middle on the podcast. We're going to jump right into our shop Fantasy Football League. Uh-oh. Where I, for somehow, some reason, I lost by .30. That's fine. That makes sense. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it's .30? It was, it was, I think it was less than that, actually. Jeez. But uh, Vinny gave me the upset. So he is moving on. Let's get a Who gave me the upset? Vinny. Who? <laughs> Who? You never met him? <laughs> <laughs> Hard to miss. And let's take a look here. Last week. You should honestly just read your review that you sent us. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> the way you be writing it. You know, the thing is, the review is good for the review. So I post a review every week in our Shaw Fantasy Football League chat. And it's mainly for camaraderie. You get people talking. You know, you say good game. You move on to the following week. I feed information on, like, big NFL news, like if some games got canceled because of COVID. Or, you know, this week, Taysom Hill is no longer a tight end and a quarterback. He's just a quarterback. Sorry, Vlad. You're going to lose that spot. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just it's for fun. Everyone interacts in the chat when I do the recap, so that's why I do it. But we're going to go right back to the results. We got big homie G's. He beat James 121-82. Keem gets his revenge win over Aaron. Aaron is sputtering out of control. She has lost two games in a row, and she's officially out well, not officially out, but as the playoffs started today, she's out. He beat her 144 to 120. 
Vlad has beaten the Nardog, very narrow margin as well, one time to 103. And Gabe maintains first place. He beat our own Johnny, 146 to 118. He's trash, bro. And Gabe is actually going to be in the area today as we celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, good man. He's trash. That's <laughs> terrible. I don't know how he's doing it, but, you know, man, he is he is on a straight B line for the first overall seed. I'm going to go through the seedings right now. We have two more weeks till the playoffs start. If the playoffs start today, here are your seeds. We got Gabe and Vlad. They will get the, the bye week at one and two seed, respectively. Whatever. We get Nardog and G's. Nardog is fourth. G's is fifth. And then we get Nardog is fourth? I want this playoff matchup. Nardog is fourth? Yep. Him I'm sorry, C fans. I let you down. Him and the Seattle Seahawks are in fourth. Jesus. He did draft the entire Seahawks roster. So, this matchup I want. It's the three versus the six. Team, the three. Vinny at six. First oh round Oh, my playoffs. God, bro. Loser has to listen to Uzi. But <laughs> <laughs> then he will just throw the game. No, no. I know, I know he can't uh, lose. But that is what we got going on right now. But last week we did our NBA draft special. Um, everything kind of nothing really was like oh my god. Lamelo fell to three. That was oh my god for me. I mean, I I said that Anthony Edwards. Was you first. did, but I said uh, he was gonna go first. So. I want to say something, Anthony Edwards. But oh, what do you want to say? Do not compare yourself to Dwayne Wade. Jeez, here we go. Do not oh, ever. Man. Oh man. Compare yourself to Dwayne Wade. There's one Dwayne Wade. There's only one. And you ain't him. And you're not going to be like him. Keep running your mouth. You're going to get that rookie treatment that first game of the year. And you're going to get locked down. Just like Lonzo against Pat Bev. You're going to get locked down. You are not Dwayne Wade. Don't ever, ever say that again. You really That pissed me off. You were so, well, what if he end up being better than Dwayne Wade? It's impossible. It's not impossible. It's not gonna happen. Dwayne Wade's uh so if you Dwayne Wade is the third best shooting guard of all time. Yes. It's possible. And there's levels to that. Like you have Kobe and MJ. D Wade. No, you have oh yeah. Or right, the other way around, MJ Kobe, Dwayne Wade. And then even like Allen Iverson could be considered better than exactly. Dwayne Wade. No, no, even no, though no, Allen no, Iverson no. in a shooting guard, Allen Iverson better than Dwayne Wade. No, he's not. No, he's not. The Dwayne Wade's numbers are better Throw than Dwayne this. Wade on that on that Philadelphia squad. They're not going to the finals. They will. Allen Iverson carried that team. Dwayne D Wade carried the O. Yo, have you? Did he you had Shaq. Yeah, but did Peyton. you? Yeah, but did you see like what he did in the finals in 06? Bro, yeah, those point totals was well. That was him. That those defensive numbers, all him. Bro, Allen Iverson. That's a debate for a different day. But, bro. No, it's. Dwayne Wade's better than AI. I don't see Dwayne Wade carrying that team to the final the way AI did. I can. Allen Iverson, Hakeem Elijah Wan. Oh, he didn't say Dwayne Wade, Hakeem Elijah Wan. No. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> that party last night. AI, AI don't got rings either. Yeah, well, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Feels good enough to get a ring. You want to have man, well, I can't relate. <laughs> Everyone loves Miami. Exactly, man. Oh, like, whatever happened to being, like, a real Nick? <laughs> whatever happened to just, like... It's called it Nick. Patrick Ewing was the last one that made people love the Knicks. Just whatever happened. Alan, no, Alan Houston was fun. 
Larry Johnson when he hit that four point play. <laughs> Jeez, my word, even diapers. How are they even born? <laughs> I had to do a lot of homework to get there. Steve Novak, Jeremy Lin. Oh my God. Andy Fields. Yeah, but who who did lose in the playoffs that year? The Heat. Three oh five. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, let me rephrase to LeBron. Hell no. What other team effort? <laughs> oh, to LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Exactly, the big three. Yeah, team effort. Shane Battier. Shout out Mario Chalmers. Shane Battier. Mike oh Miller. my God, James Jones. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> the shooters. Talk about shooters. Joel, An- Joel Anthony. Ray seven. Allen, second time around. <laughs> oh, we can't forget the OG, Udonis Haslam. Hell yeah, man. The most loyal player ever grace an NBA court. I mean, I'm pretty sure Dirk, Dirk can give you a Dirk, yeah. One, one of Tim Duncan can give you a one of the most loyal players to grace an NBA court. Dude, shout out! I can't wait till NBA comes back. Almost there, December. 22nd. All the signings that are happening, all the movements. Oh, Bogdanovich to the Hawks now. What is up with the Hawks? They're scary. Scary. That's a three point. That's a three point. Solely three point only team. I don't know about the defense, but yeah, they definitely got it. I mean, they got you got Capella and John Collins in the paint. John Collins, bro. I like John Collins. He's a good player. And I like John Collins too, but it's like, what? Bam out of bio re-signing. Donovan Mitchell getting his money. Everyone, Jason Tatum getting his money. Everyone got max money and they deserve it. I'm everyone, proud of them, every man. rookie extension that like Jason Tatum, all of them deserve it. I'm proud of him. If Bam out of bio signed that contract to get Giannis to stay, or not to stay, I should say, to leave Milwaukee and come to Miami... Genius move by Pat Riley. It shows that, you know, it shows that we have the urgency to lock up our best player or one of our best players. And that goes a long way. Not a lot of franchises lock up their best players. They wait as much as they can. But Pat Riley went in and says, you know what, man, we're going to resign you, lock you in so we don't have to worry about it. That's a smart thing to do, bro. You fucking resign your players because you need to. Same thing with Tatum and Donovan Mitchell and all these guys. Did it, and you know Anthony Davis was part of it because they all all these teams also saw like super teams like we saw the super team era like it was it was brief but people leaving and signing quickly these teams are really trying to they don't want that to happen no they're trying to keep the players that bring them revenue like and the Bucks I don't know if the Bucks are going to be able to do it with Giannis if they if they had really added Bogdanovich I would have been like okay that that move it didn't put you over the top but like. I, I that see might you. have actually helped. I see you. Like, I really see you now. <laughs> like, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Milwaukee, I If they you. were able to keep Drew Holiday, oh, if they were able to keep Eric Bledsoe and then bring in Drew Holiday, woo, the, the, the defense on that backcourt, woo. Oh, man. Woo. The offense. And they, they got to keep Dante DiVincenzo, who I think is still an up-and-comer. The whole, the, the whole league is bugging, honestly, because the way that the Lakers just improved. Oh, my goodness. The Harrell, way the Lakers just improved. Montrez, Harrell, Marcus Saul. They're about to re-sign AD in the coming days. Like, Clippers getting Ibaka, like... That was good, but... It's not that. It's right. not the improvement the, the Lakers, Lakers got. separated themselves big time. They were just like... By the way, like this, the Lakers are doing it for one more run. Because after next year, it's It's done. I think LeBron is going to find another venture. He LeBron's probably going to sign whoever drafts um, his kid. No, that's like three years from now. He's going to go wherever. He's going to sign a one year in, with the Knicks. I don't know if LeBron will resign in LA. Maybe he would. Imagine you go to Chicago with AD. Oh, my God. You think Chicago's going to get Anthony Davis? And LeBron. 
They have, the know, money. They, they have the money. Who they sign? I think the. I don't know. It's there's no. Uh, there's no like lead in to like um, LeBron signing back in LA. You think he wants to be a team hopper though? Cause that's five. That's four teams though. But if you win the championship with four teams, the thing is, like, I, I, I hate that notion of you top teams. You lose all your credibility. No, um, it's not credibility. I'm it's all, just like it's like it's so much cleaner. It's just, just a much cleaner. It look. is for like I'm all for like, like, experience new things. Get out of your comfort zone. Live. Live and do new things. I just like how it looks like, you know, Tim Duncan, Dirty Lake. It, yeah, it's great know, that it's you, a beautiful you know, look. But, like, you know, I, I've i always been a believer in, like, go out and explore. Like, even in soccer, like, t- like guys go to different countries and play. And they're like, oh, why couldn't you stay with that one team? I'm like, well, I mean, live, get out, live, travel, do something. Like, LeBron went from Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland. To L.A. What could even be next? New York. Denver. Nah. He's not going to Brooklyn. It's New York. The Knicks? There's one more media capital that he hasn't hit. Dude, LeBron to the Knicks that late. somewhere in Texas. I'm going to cry if we get LeBron that late. I'm actually going to cry. This is not going to win at the championship. It's going to be another letdown. I'm going to cry if we get LeBron at that point in juncture. Like, I'm going to be so sad. But, um... It's like when we got Penny Hardaway. Oh, God. So, who won the offseason so far for you? Who, the Lakers. The Lakers. They drastically improved. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. Lakers and Sixers for me. The Sixers? They added much-needed shooting. They got Danny Green and Seth Curry. I will say if the Nets somehow get James Harden to keep Kyrie, they're the oh winners of the offseason. Oh, cry. They're the winners of the offseason. I'm not going to lie. I think Houston... I think no one wants Westbrook and Harden because A, their contracts are fat. No one wants Russell. People want Harden. B, they're not team players. They're all... And nothing wrong with that. They're just... They're primary ball handlers. And I think every team that is in playoff or championship contention has their primary guy. So he's, yeah, not, he's, he's, not, he's not going to go there. So, you know, I think the Rockets are just going to be stuck with Harden and Westbrook, which is not a bad problem. It's just a matter of... Do they don't want to be there. Do they want to play together? Or is it just like, you know, we tried it, we didn't like it. You know, it's unfortunate. You know, we're, we're friends, but like we just didn't... It doesn't click here. Shit hurts, bro, because they really, I really thought it was going to work. I thought they were going to do so much better than they did. That was not going to work. I wanted it to work. I love Russell. I want Russell to win a ring. Like, I like I would really like Russell to win a ring. You know who's won numerous championships, though? What, Robert Ory? No. The Undertaker. Right now? The Undertaker's won numerous championships. You mean Super Bowl? <laughs> Super Bowl? <laughs> you, mean, you mean WrestleManias? He's <laughs> a champion, but... I am proud to introduce someone who's making their Shut Up and Listen debut. Dude, We've never had him. John Rowe, please! Greg! Greg! How you doing? Lead I singer love... of... Bark at the Moon! What's up? <laughs> A local Undertaker enthusiast. Yeah, pretty much. Here. We sat down this past Sunday we watched Survivor Series, the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker debuting in WWE, 
and you know, it was touching. He had we had a, just had a back. They had his old friends out: Ric Flair, Kane, JBL, just to name a few. Godfather, and the Undertaker spoke and basically said, "It's it's time." He's officially retired after numerous like after like numerous times where the people were like, "Oh, you know, he's finally retired." But like this is the coming one. back for another WrestleMania. Yeah, that's one. that's the thing. Another you never one. know. You never know, but I, I think he's done. I think this is it. You think 35 years is really over? I do. I think this is it. Dude, 30 years of dominance. Yeah. Think about that. Unheard of. Well, that man was a monster. Dominating your, your culturally, like, like everything it's, culturally, everyone, like, even non-wrestling fans are like, oh my God, yeah, I'm everyone take knows take retired. Everyone knows who the Undertaker is. Yeah. 30 years, know. like, like no other wrestler could say that they were lasted 30 years staying relevant without being relegated to, like, mid-card status or something like that. But Undertaker's been a main eventer for 30 years. Like, <laughs> like even, even when he wasn't on the main event slot of a, of a card, he was still a big draw that people still bought tickets to see, including yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been blessed to have seen him, like, three times. Same. Well, um, maybe more, but I haven't kept the count, but I'm just glad you've seen him. <laughs> but, you know, and he did, you know, WWE Network did, like, the 30 days I went to take her where we saw everything. I finished the interview with Stone Cold. Phenomenal. Oh, I'm sure. I thought it was, I, have to I thought it was great. Stone Cold was phenomenal, so. Yeah, he is. Yo, know, they did a two-hour interview together. Dude, it was what? Crazy. It's on YouTube? Not WWE Network. Your probably yeah, on YouTube. Have yeah, they probably have it on YouTube as well. Mm. WWE yeah. Network Strong Town Free on YouTube <laughs> Imagine I'm pretty sure someone has put it up Yeah someone probably just ripped it Exactly Yeah This ain't Napster <laughs> <laughs> This ain't 20 years ago Hashtag Throwback Thursday I was really glad that he's actually Come out of character like every other wrestler has Finally like, That's the thing like, That's how why long? I think it's the hit That's why I think it's it Like How long I we... saw him out of character before though Because he and I don't know if it was a documentary or something But like He's showing like I like I just remember seeing some where he was like in his home was it like Texas or something like that he's like yeah. from like a desert not desert but like it's a dry area yeah he's from Houston uh, Texas yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah I've seen like him from you probably seen you probably seen like those they did the they did kind of like this is my the, yard probably they did like the like you know how Jordan had the last dance yeah they did one front of called the last ride yeah yeah so, so like, you yeah, probably yeah. saw clips of him sitting in his seat just talking to the camera which was the. Starting point of all that, which we kind of knew. And then at the the last interview, he's like, you know, it's time for the cowboy to like ride off into the sunset. And that's when everyone's like, oh crap, he actually just announced his retirement, but he didn't officially like say, I'm done. This past Sunday, he's like, this is it. Like, I'm definitely not doing this anymore. Michael Jackson, this is it. Yeah. (laughs) But dude, he's done. Like, and the best thing is, he's branching out now. He's doing interviews. He was on Hot Ones. That was a fun interview. That was great. That was cool. Um, you know, he'd done... Stone I had to watch that Undertaker yeah. on Hot One. He yeah. did Stone Cold's podcast. Um, he's doing everything now. Like, he's doing appearances. Well, because, like, now he doesn't have to be the phenom. He doesn't need to, you know... Right. He's, and he said before, like, it's so hard to, like, not snap back and be the Undertaker. Like, he has to be Mark Calloway. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to be the Undertaker? He's been in character every day. Right. Like, even in public, he was in character. Yeah, especially in the early days. Like, he was always in black. He was always... Oh, those constant, early days are crazy. Yeah. When he was walking around with the urn. Oh, yeah. When homie had the urn with him. Oh, yeah, man, that was crazy. That, that was tear-jerking during that segment of his, you know, farewell. When they had the hologram. Oh, yeah. The, the thing does a salute. 
kneeling thing when he does. That was tear jer- tear jerking. That was all. That was very sad. So we Damn, all, they had a hologram of him. Yeah. Oh my god. Damn, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Dude, it was crazy. It came out of nowhere too. Yeah, I, it I was just, like it was just like oh here's oh yes, <laughs> and I'm like. Like, oh, now it's sad. Now I'm it's like, sad. oh come on, man! You guys can't do this. It's Damn, just a shame bro. that he wasn't able to do it in front of actual people. That's the that's the worst. Thing. Well, that's that's what, the big shame. That you can't avoid it. You can't, but like that's know, what this year is, though. That's all yeah. this year is going to be remembered just, for. It's like slight half missed opportunities. I'm not going to say completely missed because obviously they they pulled the trigger on it, but it. It's half missed because it should have been in front of people. Like he should have gotten his standard. Yeah, but if he waits, it's not going to be thirty years, and that's a that's an even yeah, number. Yeah, it's a milestone number. You don't want to be thirty one. That's true, and it, it, it's perfect because it actually is on the nose the day of his debut, his anniversary. Like he what was it, November twenty second, nineteen ninety. Yeah, look at the size of that ham hog. <laughs> oh my! Is that how he debuted? Mm-hmm. The announcer was like, they didn't know, they never knew who he was. Yeah. And Ted DiBiase was like, I'm going to you now, my partner, The Undertaker. And he did his laugh. Yeah. And then all you see is Undertaker walking out. With Brother Love. 610. And I was like, oh my. <laughs> Look at the size of that ham hock. My ham hock. I have no idea. <laughs> the only time I've ever heard that. Bro, I gotta see that. <laughs> Thanks, Gorilla Monsoon. Why would you ruin such an epic debut? No, I think it. it added, That's right? so funny. Watch it, and it, it doesn't take away. It actually adds to the. To the uh, just, just selling his physique. Oh my god, ham! <laughs> I absolutely have that for bro. Yeah, that's hilarious. That oh my god. Like, it, and then and then Danny's over here taking selfies. Like, yeah, we get Snapchat's live show. You, <laughs> you gotta send them back. Like, yeah, we live. Drake light skin face. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> when you're live, you're live, oh, man. Bro, I'm dying, bro. <laughs> you can't get distracted. You know the next topic. <laughs> We're continuing on with the Undertaker. Bro, Undertaker, my favorite Undertaker moment. I'm going to go. I'm going to oh, say man. something. Oh, oh, man. Moment. That's hard. Yeah, the child. It's easy for me because, you know, I didn't watch. I, right. Like, my favorite wrestler was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And then when I, like, when the next generation came, like, it was Batista for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, obviously, I was, you watch WWE, you know Undertaker. You respect yeah. it. But I wasn't, there, follow, it. wasn't following his storyline that closely. But definitely him versus Mankind. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. My uncle, my uncle threw that VHS or whatever on. <laughs> I don't know how he showed me. I just remember being a kid. Of my, my, you know, my uncle was a huge wrestling fan, so I got to wrestle my uncle. Mm-hmm. And he just showed me that. And, yo, when I seen Undertaker throw this man over the cage, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. wow so. I looked at my uncle and he was like, Badass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, every time, I'm like, I'm seven. <laughs> every time someone never that, that comes into our our group of friends that's never well, really watched wrestling, we always show them that match. Always. That, that's we probably what you're thinking. Like, you're like yeah. showing this kid. We did like, it in the po- you want to see how crazy we did in the Poconos. Is. Yeah, with our, our friend, friend Mike Burns. Our it's friend really Mike crazy Burns. that people haven't seen that. That like. Think that's not even dude. a great wrestling moment. Dude. That's a sports moment. That like, that's like a moment. Our Mike Burns, who's currently downstairs setting up for our. Kicking with the Shaw Boys. Uh-huh. Tune in. Tune in to Kicking with Shaw Boys. Episode two and three are probably out now. Well, yeah. not three, but two. episode one and two are out. Three soon. But Bernsey never saw that moment, and he didn't know about it. But did he watch wrestling? No. No. Uh, so we were in the Poconos. It was like our last night, I think it was. Yeah. And we showed him that moment. He was just sitting there like, 
What's really happened? Like, what? Bro, Yo, what? that was like, like bro. Bro, those <laughs> moments are crazy. Like, I'm not gonna lie. My Undertaker moment is when he debuted as the American Badass. That was a big Yo, so much like, fun. No pun intended. I was actually like, mid-watch. I was like, I just started watching wrestling on my own, like, week-to-week basis. The best. Oh, my Shame God. Shame on bro. WWE Network for dubbing out Kid Rock's uh, American Badass. Because that entrance with the, the lights and everything yeah. adds to the ambiance. The and you screwed it up for me as I rewatched it a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And copyright laws. Yeah, I mean, you you know that under you know that was probably Undertaker's favorite, like It was his favorite gimmick. Those are his yeah. favorite years as Undertaker. No, he, he loved, loved that gimmick. Because you're out he was out of character that whole time. Let's, let's, let's be frank. We all it wasn't Undertaker. It was literally Mark Calloway. It, he was only Undertaker in name. That's pretty much all it was. Yeah, because it's like, we know who you are. Right. <laughs> We all know who yeah. you are, sir. Damn, bro. And then no, when he, and then when he died, did he was it? He lost a um. He, did he lose a call a bury in the live match? Yeah, he, he lost to Vince McMahon. Lo- and then he came back as the Undertaker. Yeah, again, I was so man, mad. Man. I, I loved was it. So mad. I was so bro. happy. I love I, lo- I love all eras of the Undertaker, but the Dead Man. That's that's to me. That's the Undertaker. Oh yeah. Favorite moment. Ah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Moment. Okay, I'm going I to... purposely put you last because I know you have. Wait, so what was your much. moment? What was your moment? I didn't even hear your moment. He debuted as the American Badass. Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, word. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, really? It was iconic. It was iconic. I'm gonna separate moment from matches because, like, matches are full of great moments. But okay. like, I'm, I'm gonna go with the segment probably like that from the Undertaker is pr- the build up to WrestleMania 14 against Kane for the first time mm. when uh, that mask Kane. Yeah, it was, it was Kane's this, first time facing This was like, the this year. Was his major they were reason. brothers when they came out, right? And this was the year that he broke in the hell on a cell. And yeah. That's gotta be Kane! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah well, the announcers be like, having their own moments, huh? I remember Undertaker just like a pe- like It was like he returns from disappearing for like a week or two from Kane attacking him. And this the whole setup was he's not going to fight his brother. He just he refuses to, and Kane really wants to fight him, so he's doing everything he can to antagonize him. He hurts him, kayfabe, bad enough to be gone for a couple weeks, and he returns one of those badass things. Like, you just see, like, a, like, just this platform, like an old casket, and lightning strikes on the stage, and he just sits up and rises, and he just, like, pretty much says, like, you know, like, I... I I felt your wrath. Now you're gonna fear feel mine. Like it was so badass. No, he, like dope. he says, I will, I will straight, I will walk straight through the fires of hell to face you, Kane. And I'm like, bro, oh, this is badass. Like this is awesome. That, that's when, <laughs> that's, that's when Greg started moments. growing his hair. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Matt, if I if we did matches, you know I'm going HBK versus Undertaker. Yeah, that's pretty much the quintessential one. That but yeah. it was just like, damn man. Nah, I, I liked um, I don't even know about my favorite matchup, but definitely him and John Cena at WrestleMania. That was a great squash match. Yeah, like I, I just loved it. I just remember that. It was match just, it was particular. a random, just the most random plug. We need a time gap to fill in. You guys fight. We need Undertaker. tickets. Undertaker beats the <laughs> hell out Undertaker of you. Undertaker doesn't need to be main event. No. At that point, it was he's like he's undefeated. Yeah. 
Like right. that's the match. That's no, he had a, he had lost already. By, yeah. by that time, yeah, the streak was already beaten by that point. But oh yeah, like, but I just wanted to see. Yeah, it was a good just, match. It was just a good ass match. Yeah, it was just Undertaker kicking the shit out of John Cena for five minutes. Beat him, right? Yes. Yeah, of all people, <laughs> that never happened. Of all people, <laughs> I don't think at least let it be HBK, like the person, <laughs> so that HBK could get that like career ending or you know ending like thing. Undertaker wanted it that way. Yeah. Really, he won. He chose Brock. Not really. I Not mean, in a way where, like, he loves working with Brock. Based off Really? Of, he's, he even said, like... He's he friends said, with Brock Lesnar. If you yeah. watch... Well, I know that they're all... I know it's a different... So, if you right, watch... Uh, so, Brock Lesnar had a UFC fight against Cain Velasquez, where Cain Velasquez beat him. Undertaker was in that crowd, and he per- he knew, and he told Brock before, like, you know, I'm in the crowd, I'm here. And Undertaker said, I went in there looking for a fight. Because he heard the rumblings that, like, you know, if Brock lost, he was going to transition back mm-hmm. to WWE. So when Brock lost, he left the Octagon walk and he crossed Patrick and Undertaker, and him and Undertaker locked eyes. And Undertaker's like, You want to do this? And then Brock Lesnar just walked away. And Undertaker said on the, on the interview, he's like, I was there looking for a fight, and it worked. Because Undertaker, uh, Brock transitioned back. Obviously, his first feud back was he beat the. You beat up John Cena, but then you lost Extreme Rules, but then you lead into another yeah. feud. Which the is the only way you could really make it seem like you can beat pretty much Brock yeah. Lesnar at that point. Like, yeah. Extreme Rules, you need to be able but to... He, but Undertaker was okay with it. They pitched the idea, and from my knowledge, he was like, okay. I, re- I watched a recent interview with him, he, and they talked about the street game. I can't believe they broke it. Like, it really I can't believe it. it either. Like, I there, there was no lies. reason to make it. They played it off so well. Because normally you, you'll hear rumblings like, hey, tonight, you know, they're probably pitching the idea that he's going to lose the street. Vince told him that, like, pretty much like... The morning of. He, like, the morning is like, you're, you're, you're losing the night. The street's breaking tonight. And he was like, all right. Like, he, he had no problem be, like being beat by Brock Lesnar, but he even said... If uh, he wished that there was someone else who was more up and coming to beat him at the time, because yeah, there wasn't anyone else. Yeah, it was very stale. Yeah. It was very stale at WWE at that moment. Yeah, like, like if Roman Reigns was at to... that point, at like like if he just gave him like a few years ahead of time, like yeah. if he was at that position, it should have been Roman Reigns. Like exactly, if anybody, because Brock Lesnar has nothing to prove. Honestly, if, if AJ was in WWE at that time, he probably would have had AJ beat him. Possibly, because he wanted to work with AJ. Yeah. Although I think like, like when I been I mean like someone like new someone brand new like 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 like, 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 like if Ricochet was a bigger star right like whoever's being groomed to be the big the next big star Adam Cole maybe yeah uh, but like someone who's young and being groomed to be the next face of the company obviously Brock Lesnar didn't need that but who else was it because he beat everybody else in roster yeah. So. And then they get, and then the, and then actually later on, a few years Roman Reigns beat on a ticket WrestleMania, right. which we all thought at the time was going to be his last time, his last match because the way he walked. That out. match, I had a feeling Reigns was going to walk out the winner. Me too. Obviously, Me too. the Undertaker Brock Lesnar match, other Undertaker, it was going to be very physical. Undertaker was just going to do it and just yeah. you know he always does it. He sadly that wasn't the best match though. That's that's why he kept coming back. He actually thought he was going to be gone after that match. That's why he had that whole dramatic send off. He really thought that was going to be it, but he saw how bad it was. He was like, no, nah, I can't let that be my last match. Yeah. He just kept going. But you know what? Consummate Pro, he was always looking to put people over rather yeah. than have himself be in the spotlight. Because he already knew that he's a mess. He wanted to. Like, yeah, exactly. But that's what a lot of these veteran wrestlers don't understand. Like, it's okay to lose. Put these guys over. 
Because it gives you more money in the long run. Exactly. Like, Triple H's ego won't let that happen. He Hulk has Hogan to win. as well. Well, that's why he became what he is. Like, now he's the boss. The, the, the CO. The boss. He can't handle, like, being... <laughs> oh, I think it'd be great once he takes over. He's going to be He's going to be fantastic president of WWE. Absolutely. I mean, anyone deserves it. It's Hunter Helms Hersley. Yeah. Remember him? Oh, remember he would come in? With the, the king fit and then bow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And bow. Oh, my. Curtsy, as we would say. Mm-hmm. Bro, what? But, yeah. I'm going to miss Undertaker. It, it, yeah, I, just, I just feel like there's there's no reason to watch WWE anymore. I don't know why. It's done. I, like, it's, it's done for me. And that Survivor Series pay-per-view was terrible. It was. Except uh, for the Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. That was match, good. I'll pass it. Three yeah. and a half out of five stars. But I'll pass I, it. I I fell out of love with WWE, and the only thing that kept me watching for the last like five or six years was the Undertaker coming back. But now that he's gone, it really needs to be well for me to come back to it. Cause like, I need fans back in the more. seats first. That too, but just content, aesthetic content, the whole atmosphere, shit. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. All right, uh, Johnny, bold prediction time. My bold prediction is one day. In WWE history, we will see the next phenom. Undertaker's son, boy! <laughs> two daughters. I think he has a son, actually. Does he? I think he does. I think it was his first kid, like, uh, from, like the early 90s. Let's pray. <laughs> and that's my bold prediction. You'll see Undertaker again soon, baby. All right, Hopefully. everybody. Shut up! Before we send off. Okay, don't shut up! Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Okay, Bless. yeah, definitely for sure. I know times are rough right now, but still enjoy time with your family. It's a tremendous holiday just to get together, catch up with family. So please do that. Be safe. Enjoy your holiday. Johnny, shut up! And listen.